live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on September 19th. Today at the Internet's on September 20th, 2018, the year of our Lord Jesus H. Christ. Where does the H come from? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Jehovah begins with an I, Indiana. Junior. Uh, I don't know where it comes from, honestly. I, 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 my only point of reference is uh, the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade that Jehovah begins with an I. But I don't think that's the H has anything to do with it. So it could be two completely different things, and I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, so how's everybody doing? Oh, what do we have here? Oh, somebody uh, hit hit a hit a hit a home run, hit a ball over the fence there. Is that uh, Mr. Voigt again? Let's see there. Uh, what, what just happened? And a heart Voigt too. Yes. All right. 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 Yes. Okay. Jeez. Had a little trouble there, Brian. Huh? You don't have a real box score. Oh no. Sorry. I'm not keeping score at home today. Like 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 you do. Right. I I'm done. Anybody keeping score ever again? I'm done. It's over with. Don't do it. Unless you're like seven or 97. Everyone in between doesn't work. We have phones. We have, there's a jumbotron with everything. What are you going to do? 30 years from now? Be like, oh yeah, I remember that game. Oh yeah, it was May 25th, 1974. Oh yeah, that the Rangers did have a left-hander going in the fourth. That's right. Brian, who the hell are you to tell people what to do? Shut up. So Luke Voigt hits a home run. So, uh, man, okay. I can't blame that one on Nooney. We'll blame that one on Price. And uh, I think we'll say goodbye to Mr. Price after that one, I would imagine, right? Uh, Arrivederci, mental midget. God, it is so great. He, he's he, it, and then he'll go to the media and be like, "Oh, see, he he does a self-deprecating thing because when he's get, it's when you're getting bullied, you do the self-deprecating thing. You say, oh yeah, 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 I guess they just beat me up, you know. Hey, hey, I just, I just can't pitch against New York, huh, huh, huh. No, the the guys are like, oh no, no, David, David, it's okay, it's all right. Pete Abe's like, hey, cut it out, everyone, back off. This is David Price we're talking about here. He's my goddamn hero. What are you doing after the game? Want to share a room? Um. So, I never know where to stand with the Yankees. If you've listened to this podcast, and I appreciate for the love of God, I appreciate you. Remember iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, whatever. I got to figure out how to get on Spotify. I don't, I don't know how to do that. If anyone knows how to get that, I mean, I know it should be easy, but then it gets too technical. And I usually, the only motivation I have for it is after the podcast, if I put it all together and then posted it. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm look up how to do this. And I'm like, I'm tired. Let me just binge Ozark. Speaking of Ozark. That's a good show. I'm on the second season and I won't give anything away if you have Netflix. Um, it is so insane. It's so intense. Like, no one can live a life that stressful as, like, Marty Bird does. It's 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 too much. And and I know Jason Bateman is – he's Marty Bird in the show. And I know he's, like, one of the executive producers or whatever. He's behind it. But, like, can we show him be a little frazzled? Like, his entire world is falling apart. Like, he's he's milliseconds away from having, like, uh, uh, some Mexican drug cartel murder and tor- torture and murder his entire family. And they're all just like, Mar- Marty, what are we going to do? Dad, dad, dad. And he's just like, listen, everyone just needs to calm down. We're going to take care of it. We need to go through the proper channels. Everything's going to be okay. There is a gun to your son's head. Listen, it's okay. Let's just do what we have to do. Get the money. Go to the bank account there. Funnel that. Launder this. Get the bribe from him. It's it's like, can, can you show a little bit of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, hes- not hesitancy. The, the opposite of hesitancy. Um, no, wouldn't be that either. What am I even talking about? It would be uh, urgency. Ur- urgency. There we go. Yes. Yes, it was. So, no, not really. But the, the urgency to do something. It, good show, though. I, I definitely recommend it. I definitely recommend it uh, for sure. Uh, let's see. But yeah, the Yankees, I never know, back to the Yankees, I never know how to feel about this team. I mean, they have, they're what, the second best, third best team, I think now, behind the, the Astros in all of baseball. You, you would not think that watching this game, 
the 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 failures with runners in scoring position, the, the shitty starting pitching. I, I don't know. <laughs> you don't have it. It's 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 odd to not have faith in a team that is what at this point uh, we'll say here. Let's just say ninety two wins, possibly ninety three by the time you listen to this. It's very odd. And it has, it's not just the Red Sox. They don't play the Red Sox. And I know that's an easy excuse to say why they're 10 and a half out of first place. I understand that. But I mean, they, they don't, the Red Sox aren't sitting there like on the sidelines, like looking at them every game. They're not the ones, they're not the reason that they get, these guys can't score guys in, in pivotal situations. So, I mean, you see the, the getting closer with the, with the Oakland A's where that wild card game that we thought was in New York could possibly be in Oakland now. So what I've done is I, I, I've already told you, I think I already told you, I got tickets for the, uh, the game on the October 3rd. I really don't want to use them. I really don't. I'd rather not. I'd rather not take the train all the way into Oakland. Uh, you know, and have to do this and do that and then take it back. I, I know real hassle, Brian, boy, the, 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 the tragedies, the, the trials and tribulations that you have to go to, to, to support a baseball team is just really difficult. And I understand that. And that's, that's why, uh, you know, when people say support the troops, I think they should be, be supporting me. I think that's, I'm more important than the troops for the, for the sacrifices I make sacrifices to pay money to go to a baseball game. I want to go to, um, real quick though. <laughs> Just, just all in a circle here. So you better leave a review, by the way, in all those places. You know, so uh, if you and I and I know there, there's 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 reviews on there, but I, there are more people that listen to this podcast than the reviews. So I don't even need a review. I just want five stars. It will take two seconds out of your time because you know what? This podcast is free. It will always be free. I'm not going to put up a Patreon page and, and ask for money from people. I don't do that. That's that's not why. So I got into the business, and that's not why I stay in the business. I do it for the love of the game. So I want you to go do that. And you, you, because if you don't, then you're a cheapskate. You're, you're listening to this for free. You're a fucking freeloader. So please do that. I really appreciate it, everyone. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. So I got another uh, baseball game. Let's let's actually before I get into that, let's this this other thing I wanted. No, no, no. We'll get to this first. Nah, nah. So we got another baseball stadium under my belt in San Diego this last weekend. Beautiful city. If you haven't been, I'll give my little uh, review here. It, I mean, the temperature lives up to everything I say. It is not too hot. It is not too cold. It is just perfect. It is perfect, perfect weather. You know, high 70s, low 80s. I mean, it's uh, it's everything you want and more. And tons of food, tons of beer, all that. Uh, we stayed in the gas lamp district, which yeah, maybe we would have liked about 10 years ago. First of all, we got there on a Friday night and we, we like, got to our place at like 9, 10 o'clock. If you've been to the gas lamp district, it's bar after bar after bar after club after bar after club, club, club. So, I mean, you know, at my age and I see all that, yeah, no, no, not, not, no, no. It looks, it's just crawling and infested with douchebags. And the, the, the line from 9 million different angles um, trying to get into, my father just said, just driving around John Voight's car. Yeah, we all are. That's what I'm saying. John Voight, John Voight. Oh, the Liber- oh, you got his LeBaron. Yeah. He got right after he went to med school. Yeah. My father was actually going to go to the Yankee Red Sox game on Tuesday. And once he found out, you know, the stars aligned, not that he found out, but once the stars aligned that the Red Sox could potentially uh, clinch at Yankee Stadium, Kenneth Buckley said, uh, thanks, but no thanks. That's a real fan. So let's let's talk about the troops, second tier, Ken Buckley, Brian Buckley, first tier. I think we should get those shirts up there. Maybe a little, uh, I was going to say a little yellow ribbon. I don't know how like a, a military blasphemous I'm uh, getting at this point. Um, but anyways, 
Uh, support the troops. Support me. Support my father. Uh, what was I saying? So yeah, a little, 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 little too much douchebag for me. That's all. But you know, the next day, you know, everything's fine. Everything looks good. But the, the, the amount of people going to this club, oh God, it brought me back to those days that I was forced to go to clubs. Oh, they were terrible. Hey, let's go to this club. Let's all stand against a wall and drink whiskey sours because you can get them for fucking one cent. Awesome. Cool. I'll wake up with heartburn and, you know, <laughs> heartburn from whiskey sours and cigarettes as I stood up against a wall till 2.30. Actually, about by 2.30, I'd make, maybe make myself on the dance floor, try to make eye contact with a few people and say, oh, fuck it, whatever. Let's go to another place. This place sucks. It's not even any broads here. <laughs> oh, there's tons of them, Brian. You're just drunk on whiskey sour. Uh, whiskey sours. How, how did I ever fucking order that? This is disgusting. My Don Draper. Uh, but San Diego. So we went to a uh, baseball game. Petco Park. Beautiful. It's probably the nicest park I've ever been to. And it made me, it made me happy. Uh, it, I mean, it was, it was like a mall. My, what my wife even said, she goes, this place is like a mall. There's, there's just, it, it's brand spanking new. Even the, the ground, it's like that, like plastic, I don't know how, plastic cement sort of thing. No stains. It was just, you weren't walking on cement. You were, you felt like you were walking on like a, like a, like a, like a track and field mat. You know, not, not the blue mats that they fall on, but the, uh, you know, everything. And there's a few, there's like a two word sentence Two word sentence, two word description that I'm I'm lacking here, but that's how it was. It was it was amazing, and they had these fireworks at the end of the night, which were you know, these weren't your rinky dink shit town uh, fireworks. These were something else, and it it kind of made me sad in the sense though, and that was for as beautiful as this was, the fact is it's all going to be like this. You know what I mean? It's all going to be as amazing as this park. And while that, that I, not that I have to, you know, be some sort of veteran of shit or something, but it's like you long for those days of like Fenway or Wrigley or the old Yankee Stadium or Shea, you know, those places where it was, you know, you go in the bathroom and people are smoking in there and, uh, you know, there's piss all over the place and, uh, you know, it smells like piss and there's drunk, you know, spilled beers and there's disgusting people walking around. And I don't know. You just, maybe if I never saw that, that like, that was my first experience with baseball stadiums, then it wouldn't matter. Like if I was a kid now and saw that, I'd be mortified. I'd be like, this, it looks like fucking Penn station, 1980. This is disgusting. I don't ever want to go here again. My only experience is with Petco park and it's amazing. And it was, but I can understand if you're like, and listen, there were plenty of bros there with their friends getting shit housed, but I can't imagine me and my friends going to Petco Park and getting drunk. I mean, I mean, listen, it's not above the realm of possibility. <laughs> it's just, it's not what I'm used to back in the Northeast going to a game like that. And just, it's very hard to explain unless you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I mean, if you're a family and you want to take the kids and all that out to all that out to a uh, stadium or for a good time, for a good, f good, clean family fun. That is perfect. You know, the food was somewhat reasonably priced for, you know, a, a, a major league baseball game and fireworks afterwards. And, you know, I mean, it was, you know, what is going on downstairs? What is all these noises? Um, but Hey, I would wreck again, without a doubt, nicest place I've ever been in nicest place I've ever been <laughs> baseball field. No baseball stadium, nicest park I've ever been to, uh, without a doubt. Uh, so I, I recommend everyone go there and the next time you're in uh, San Diego way. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I got my free bobblehead still haven't sold on eBay though. 
Um, Dia de, de los Muertos bobblehead. Um, but, you know. Hey, who gives a shit? Shut up, Brian. So San Diego itself. So, so Price is gone. It's always nice when David Price stops by at Yankee Stadium. It really is. He should, he's a welcome guest. He should sit in the legend seats. You know, he shouldn't even have to sit in the dugout. He should sit in the legend seats when he's not pitching. He's that much of a VIP at Yankee Stadium. I, 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 I want David Price there all the time. He's one, he's one Red Sox that I would love to have there all the time. Just so he can sit there and watch and take it all in and realize it's a mental block that he'll never be able to beat the Yankees. I, can, I really hope the Yankees make the playoffs and they face the Red Sox. And, well, if this all happens, I feel like, uh, I'm sorry, I'm reading Aaron Judge's quote here. Returns to lineup. I felt like I never left. Well, you did leave, Aaron. So uh, I was wrong about that, huh? Sorry, I was wrong. I said he'd never play again this year, and you got to take your lumps, you know? What happens, happens. Uh, but yeah, you know, I went to some of the great breweries there in uh, San Diego, Ballast Point. That was great. Uh, some other ones that not, weren't so great, but, uh, you know, listen, you go to all the beaches. I mean, it was it was beautiful, and you got to try a little Southern California uh, Mexican food. Boy, man, some of that food, oh boy, that was good. Uh, let's see, we, I get to Stone Brewery. I know the cr- people don't drink uh, craft beer. Like, yeah, no one cares about this. I did go to, and I'm sure everyone uh, will love this, especially uh, Simon and Yonkers. I went to Belching Beaver uh, Brewery. Yeah, uh, I know you like that name. And yeah, it wasn't that good, but I know some people who are uh, aware of them, that they're, they're, their big beer is a peanut butter stout, which... Listen, it tastes good, but you know what? When once we start incorporating like table condiments and whatnot into beer, I think we need to pump the brakes on this shit. This is getting a little out of control. Peanut butter stuff. Pe- I saw some it's some brewery locally. I think it was Yellow Brewing. It said peanut butter j- and jelly st- something, and I was just like, no. What, what what are we doing? This is getting to be too much. Pepperoni pizza. Fuck. You know. I mean, it's just like. What 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 is this? What we're we're now consuming meals as in be- how do you even infuse that? Do you just take like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and throw it in the pot? I don't I don't know. Uh but San Diego let's see what else. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, no, that's that's who I forgot to forgot all about this part. So, you know, th- this is a uh this is another instance of me um kind of losing my edge, uh my edge. You know, like Derek Cheater, guy's got an edge. Uh are you sure you're not a shortstop? Love that commercial. Absolutely love it. I love it because it was really funny and the kid was really cute. That was a lot of fun. Um, what a terrible commercial. But we're, we're walking. We just walked. We left Ballast Point. We walked into this like farmer's market, which, you know, I'm not going to do the cliche like, uh, uh, you know, hacky black comic and be like, you know, white people love farmer's markets. But Jesus Christ, they do. Holy crap. I mean, you could, it was as far as I could see. And people just love going to farmer's markets as if they're like the farmers there with this pitchfork. And you're like, I'm supporting you. But the, uh, I'm walking through. And normally when people are trying to accost me for my information and or money, I, uh, I'm very good at ignoring homeless people. Uh, that maybe that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound nice. But you know, when you're in a big city or whatever, excuse me, sir, sir, sir. And I'm just like, Come on, man. You know, I'm not, I'm not stopping for every single person here. So, uh, let's see. So the, um, lost my train of thought. So I'm walking by this guy's got, he's like on the corner. He's got an iPad and it must, I, I he never actually even said what he was getting money for. Cause he, he had a team. I mean, he was I guess somewhat legit. He had a team of people all wearing the same shirt with little mini iPads. And I assume it's for the hurricane, uh, Florence victims, which again, Donald Trump told us very, very wet. In terms of uh, water, 
I, I don't mean to make this podcast become like a late night TV show shitting on Trump all the time, but like he really makes it easy sometimes. He, he really like that video that he did the other day. He does these like impromptu videos in front of the White House. Like it's just him hanging out and his arms are, are like out back. It's just like, hey, hey, I'm talking. So listen, this, this is what we're doing, you know, like trying to keep it real with you. And man. That is brutal to listen to. I don't even care if you love that guy. You can't tell me that that speech sounds good. It's, 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 it's tough to listen to. But, you know, he's like, oh, so, uh, sorry, you want to do this? And I'm just like, no, I'm all set. I'm good. And he's, uh, no, no, but I mean, you know, there are a lot of people, and I give him credit. Guy's being persistent. I give him, uh, you know, there's a lot of people going through, uh, lot, lot, lots of problems right now with, the, with these, with these floods and these rains. I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right. And, yeah, I'm just, Kind of slowly trying to move away. Hey, you know, and then they're, they're expecting maybe nine feet of water. You ever been in nine feet of water, you know, over your head? And I'm just like, I have, but you know, I'm not going to be a smart ass here. And I'm just like, no, nah, I haven't. And he's just like, you know, th- that's why we're, we're looking for help here. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested. And he, he's still not even like, doesn't even flinch. He like takes out the, the iPad. That's why we're just trying to get something. So you put your email in here and I'm like, I'm all set, man. I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, I, Good luck to you. I, I, I'm, I'm all set though. No, but and again, talks right over me, keeps going, and I'm just like, okay, <sighs> is my wife gonna have some support for me? Oh no, she's long gone. She has moved on to the next street. I see her looking at her phone. She's gone. I, this is me and only me, and I gotta get out of this one way or another because she's gone. That, that help. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye like a like a fastball david price throws in yankee stadium it is goodbye over the fence terrible terrible analogy but he goes so so you know continues continues things so sir what, what, what what's your name and i'm just like listen i'm i'm, I'm good I, i'm i'm sorry and he's like your name's sorry and i was just like are you fucking kidding me so we had a nice brief little two two and a half three second stare down with no words and then I just turned around. I felt like, like Jerry when he's dealing with like the doorman. Like, I, 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 I just made quick. You know, we just had a quick conversation. I'm under no obligation to do this. I'm not trying to like put you down or anything. I was just basically waiting for the. Listen, I'm not interested, but good luck to you. And then just say thank you, sir. You know the guilt. Thank you. you know, hey, sir, can you spare some change? No, sorry, I don't have it. Oh, God bless you. Yeah, th- that whole deal. I was waiting for that. Nope. He then said, oh, your name's sorry? I was just like, oh, you gotta be shitting me. And I just turn around, don't say anything, cross the street. And then I hear him say to his friend or whoever he's worked for, hey, that guy's name was sorry. And I'm just like, so we continue walking. Once I meet my wife after she left me to just, you know, just struggle in the fetal position and die, uh, we, we go up the street. And uh, she says, all right, well, let's go here. And I'm like, all right, well, how do we get there? And I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, well, we could go down this street or we could go back down that way. She's like, we're not going back down that way because I know what you want to do. And I'm like, what do I want to do? She knows what I want to do. And uh, I'm just like, I I don't want to start anything with the guy. I'm not going to start a fight with somebody at a farmer's market, especially a guy trying to get charity. Uh, But I do. I did want to walk by. Not not again, not stand there in front of my arms folded. Um like Francesa on his app or something, daring me, daring, daring him to approach me. But I did want to walk by and let him see my face and see what happened. I, I really did want to do that. Uh, but she said, you need to get over it. You need 
to go to a brewery and drink beer and forget about it. And I was like, that's why I love you. You're absolutely right. Uh, but holy shit, huh? Who, who, that is not the best way to uh, get charity from people. Save the whales, save the whales, save fucking save the whales. I mean, I've never seen anything like that before. Th- thank you for your time, sir. That, that's usually what it gets. And listen, it's usually a perturbed thank you for your time, sir. But you know what? That's life. I don't have time for 9 million causes. You want that? Go on Twitter. Have everyone retweet you for all your 9 million causes. But I mean, oh, your name's Sorry? What the fuck is that? And if you're listening to this, you piece of shit, that wasn't very nice. So that's San Diego. Um, but again, outside of him, San Diego was a very, very good time. Uh, trying to think. Anything else? Lots of beer. It got to the point where, like, you couldn't even taste the difference. Because I, I, I'm I'm not a beer kind of sore in any sense. But, you know, after a certain point, you're just like, okay, this all tastes the same. And I feel like I'm slowly bloatingly getting, bloatingly? Bloatingly getting drunk here. That That's really where we're at. Uh, so, yeah, you know, Yankees 8-1 now. So, you got that. So, we can, uh, I don't even think Gary Sanchez can screw up this one. How lazy is he? I, you know, and I know it's like old man Thurman Munson Twitter. But... You know, Jesus. A lot of the errors he makes, it just, it seems like he's he's regressing in some of any of the progress he made. Is he that lazy in, like, everyday life? Does he just knock shit over in his house? I, he's the kind of guy who just takes, like, the, you know, the empty orange juice and throws it back in the in the fridge and doesn't, won't take the garbage out, but, you know, puts it on top there for the next person to do it. Like, that's how, he, is that how lazy he is? Well, Brian, I'm sure he has a butler and one. I don't know. I mean, he's still making that 500000 Oh, five people, 500000 Yeah, you're right, I know. I'm having a conversation with myself, not even letting the other side speak. That that's what I'm doing. See in baseball too, the Baltimore Orioles, while they tried to be really uh <laughs> they tried to be listen, it's good cause. You know, they put Braille on their uh jersey to recognize Braille, I guess. It's something about uh Braille or organizations being you know, in in uh in, in Baltimore or whatever. How are people gonna see that? I mean Braille is about feel, is a sense of touch. How's Braille on a jersey do anything? I mean, that's nice that you're honoring it, maybe, you know, making some money, you know, for that, but geez, that's a, how do the people who are visually impaired be, oh, that, that, that does look nice. Just like, ugh. Anyways, that's just me. Uh, that's about it. What else we got in baseball? Is that it? I know that the, haven't really, I don't really go around the league that much in baseball. <laughs> It's usually Yankees, Red Sox, or uh, throwing a little Mets. You see the Rays sneaking up. It might be might be part of something, huh? Uh, da, da, da. I see the, the 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 Dodgers and Rockies. That's a close one. So is the Milwaukee and Chicago. So those those are all close. The NL's got some some uh, wild card, uh, some some division. They, they got some pennant races going on. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. So, uh, what else did I want to talk about? Um, we did that. We did that. We did that. Do, 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 uh, football, what? Well, they see the uh, Giants look like shit. And it looks like another season where they don't win the Super Bowl. Well, I swear all their fans have them in the Super Bowl immediately before the season. Eli looking like uh, this might be the beginning of the end. That offensive. I, and I haven't watched a ton of football. I really haven't. Listen, I've been out doing things. Enough time for football. I did watch a little football at the Belching Beaver. The uh, There was a guy screaming and swearing about the Raiders blowing it. And uh, someone complained about him to the bartender. And the bartender said, what do you want me to do? That's my boss. So uh, he continued swearing and uh, screaming. So that, that did happen. Uh, oh, Jesus. I forgot all about this, huh? How about this? So you've heard me talk about this on the podcast. Oh, I've talked about it on the podcast all the time. 
and I don't want to act like I'm the only one talking about it because I'm sure there's lots of venues where people were talking about it. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, Adam Silver, man, oh man, is unfreaking believable. So we all talked about it. You know, Mr. Uh, Mark Cuban, who is just a darling, by the way. Yes, he's on that show, Shark Tank. Oh, he's so funny on it. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> no, man, I'm out. Uh, and they all say that, actually. It's not just his catchphrase. But the idea that, you know, he is just so wonderful. He's that he's that rambunctious, gregorious owner of the Dallas Mavericks. He's always, he's really, he loves his team so much. He's there all the time. He'll take the fines to fight for his team. He's not a distraction or a fucking grandstander about anything at all. No, no, not him. Uh, Glory Hog 101, Mark Cuban. So, also, very much in a Ripetino sense that I know everything that's going on in my house. I know everything that's going on in my, with a fucking... Somebody sneezes and they don't, and the other person doesn't say, God bless you in time. I know about it. All these things, these, this sexual harassment, this CEO, I mean, Rachel Nichols held him to the fire today. Holy shit. I didn't know ESPN was allowed to do that to anyone associated with the NBA. She's going to get a stern talking to from whatever drug addicted president they have now. He's like, oh, 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 this, this guy, this, the CEO of the Mavericks, who is no longer there, had the, uh, you know, he was, um, Accused of these things before he even started with the Mavericks, or before uh, before Cuban bought the team. But then there was assaults, there was harassment, there was just a culture of, uh, I don't want to say Wolf of Wall Street, I think I tweeted that the other day, I don't, I don't think it was that rampant, but plenty of stuff going on for years. And, you know, Mark Cuban knew about all of it, until he didn't. Mark Cuban all of a sudden didn't know about it. And then we hear about this, what was that, February, that Sports Illustrated article came out? Didn't hear a word. NBA doing their due diligence and their investigation. We're investigating. We got our we got our Sherlock Holmes hat and our and our fucking what's that called magnifying glass? I'm gonna say microscope. Microscope. They're reading real hardcore. They're getting the forensic uh, stuff there. And what do they what do they find? They say, oh, unequivocal evidence that Mark Cuban didn't know anything about not a damn thing. Oh man. That just really sucks for him because he knows everything that goes on there, except seven-month investigations show that he didn't know anything. Man, I don't know if that's bad luck or good luck. <laughs> who, who knows? Depends on your uh, which where you stand, I guess, huh? But he didn't get find any draft picks. He didn't have to lose his team. You know, no sanctions to him personally. You know, the maximum that they can find a team is two and a half million dollars. So, you know what? Uh, what Mark Cuban did? He paid ten million dollars to. Uh, you know, uh, donated. I love that word that was thrown there. Donated $10 million to, let's see, what, what did he actually donate to? I'm looking up all the searches I have here. Mark Cuban, Mark Cuban didn't know. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban will donate $10 million to women advocacy groups after an independent, oh yeah, independent, with fucking Adam Silver breathing down your neck, independent investigation found a long history of sexual harassment among team employees. But don't worry, Cuban didn't know. Cuban didn't know. Cuban didn't know. I want to see look some, some comments. Thank you, Mark Cuban. Maybe it will stop. Daryl Thompson, you're a moron. Thank you, Mark Cuban. Maybe it will stop all the Trump nominees. Of, it's all about Trump. <laughs> of men. Abuse women. Think about it. Stand up. Uh, if you're rich, and you can. Yeah, it's, okay, these are normal things here. It's nice that money is being donated by the cause, but how about these CEOs do something to prevent them from reoccurring? In no way does that change or repair anything. That's it. Throw money at the problem. I mean, that's basically what it is. Mark Cuban threw money at his problem. And it went away. It is it is nice to have friends in high places because that's what Mark Cuban has. He didn't lose his TV show. 
His image it wasn't tarnished at all. Everyone will forget about this. And then people will talk about him running for president again in 2020. Now, he won't do it because this will be brought up. I think he knows he's cooked. He's fried. He's done in that vernacular. But holy shit. And obviously, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go with the injustice here? Donald Sterling, former owner of the Los Angeles Clippers, who is, listen, by all means, there's several accounts of him being a complete dirtbag. And if you don't want him as an owner in the NBA, okay. But the straw that broke the camel's back when Adam Silver came in and on his first day kicked open the door and said, all right, we're cleaning house, was a floozy of a girlfriend that Donald Sterling had who recorded him unbeknownst to him in his own home him saying things that he didn't care for black people or she didn't want him she he didn't want her in public taking pictures with black people now you don't probably don't want your nba owner saying that again that was something in his own again there are tons of other things in his past that you could have done how about like there's a federal lawsuit about you know discrimination of housing maybe daniel david stern not daniel stern i don't know what he, he could have done there but david stern if he wanted to do something maybe he could have done there but this this is what did it and he made donald sterling sell his team mark cuban in the height of the me too era that story came out in this disgustingness. go. I mean, look up Sports Illustrated, look up Mark Cuban, look for that article. It's in February. You want to read it all. And this guy gets nothing. Nothing. Oh, Brian, you paid $10 million. Do you think $10 million means shit to Mark Cuban? How about they take away his front seats? Now, he likes to be seen at every game. He's bigger than the Mavericks. He's the face of the Mavericks. He is bigger than the team itself. Do that. I think I heard the, the clowns on PTI say that. Go ahead and do that. Mark Cuban. Boy, it's good to have friends in high places. That's all I'll say. Man, because he is protected like no other. And this story will go away. This story will go away. We will forget. And Cuban will get fined for something. And he, he'll criticize the refs. And they'll be like, oh, that's Cuban being Cuban. He really cares about his team. He really cares about the intake. He wants to hold these officials and referees accountable. Remember that whole thing? Oh, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, but he paid the money. That, that's, that's what will be in the history books. He paid the money. People's memories are so short. They'll forget. It's, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I can't believe that happened. I, actually, I pretty, I pretty much can. But let's go back to saying how wonderful Adam Silver is. Oh, he's just adorable. Now, I had somebody say to me, uh, I think it is, uh, what's his name? He is a, he listeners to the podcast, Greg, Greg Rack. A good follow on Twitter, by the way, anyone. Greg Rack, G-R-A-C-I-O. Beep, beep. Um, said, you know, you have to admit, though, he is probably the best commissioner out of all the commissioners. And, you know, in terms of support, in terms of promoting his sport, uh, being on the same level as the players, I mean, he it's the most players league there possibly is. There's, there's no doubt about it. They are the happiest. Look at every other one. They're usually mad at the refer- at the commissioner. He has certainly done that. But the, the, the equivalency of criticism when something happens is not even close to being on a par. It is absolutely ridiculous. Now, am I that worried about it? Am I that upset about it? Well, clearly you sound like you am, Brian. I know. And I'll, I'm kind of a fraud because you know what? I'll forget about it. That's not true. If you listen to this, but I'm not forgetting about it. I'd like to hold people accountable. Sorry. Jesus. Same way Ben Roethlisberger. The guy should be in jail probably. But no, don't worry about it. It's cool. It's cool. He's free to block everyone on Twitter and, you know, 
As if, as if the, <laughs> as if the two are complete any way related whatsoever. Ben Roethlisberger, sh- Ben Roethlisberger should be in jail. Instead, he's out in public, a free to block whoever he wants. Okay. Uh, so that's that. Uh, Jimmy Butler, I saw uh, demanding a trade. You notice a trend with Jimmy Butler? Yeah, he's a problem. He is. Uh, he's not the guy you want in your team. I used to like Jimmy Butler. You could see it happening already. And he wants three teams. I, lo- I love when these guys. This is the. the I've said this. The, the NBA offseason gets probably just as much pub or or whatever as the as the regular season. It's so many storylines. Everyone's enjoying everyone's team. Shut up and play. Shut up and play. That wasn't a skip. I said that twice. But he wants to play with either the Knicks, the uh, Brooklyn Nets, or the Los Angeles Clippers. And you can already see. <laughs> he wants to play for a team and he's the face of the franchise yes he does and uh well the Knicks is gonna have an issue with poor Zingas, which I got I got a bad feeling about poor Zingas in the future I have a feeling it's gonna be riddled with injury I think he is also getting a little big for his britches I see an issue with poor Zingas. do I have really anything to go off of that not really just one injury and maybe a few comments of a kid just trying to live his life in New York City as a young star yeah. And there's also another thing about Jimmy Butler that I don't like. It smells like Carmelo. You don't want that. It smells like Carmelo. Carmelo, play for the league minimum Atlanta. You deserve it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he makes more money. Shut up. Shut up. Whenever I see someone say that on Twitter, oh, yeah, yeah, I think he's making bank. How you doing? It's just like. We really we're, we're we're comparing our 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 income to that of professional athletes. I don't think we're ever going to be on the same page there. Are you just a professional nutlicker on Twitter? Is that in reality as well? Jimmy Butler, Brook. Why would anyone want to go to Brooklyn or the Knicks? We're the second-rate team in Los Angeles with LeBron and the other one. It makes no sense to me. So, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah, like I said, smells like Carmelo in here. You don't like that. You don't like it. Even though Carmelo's probably a better player. Is he a better player overall? He's a better scorer. Was a better scorer. I'm just talking to myself now. I'm actually literally staring at the ceiling as I'm just talking out loud for doing this. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, is there anything else I really want to talk about? I know, not a ton. I don't have a ton of football. I, I got to watch more this this uh, weekend here. Because I didn't really see a lot. I know Sam Darnold, they, the Jets did what the Jets did. And they came back to life. <laughs> life meaning they sucked. Um, do, 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 do. Bah, 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 bah. is there anything? I felt like there was something else I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I think I think we'll we'll end it there. Oh, I didn't want the volume there. I just wanted to see this Luke Voigt second home run. No, that so I confirmed that it was. Jesus, is that Alex Jones that caught that? Jeez. Whatever. Anyways, this isn't very interesting to any of you listening. So again, you're a dastardly cheapskate if you haven't reviewed this podcast. I don't need to... Listen, if you can come up with a snappy review, I like that. If you can't, don't worry about it. Just give me the five stars. We want five stars are good too. But leave a review if you're if you think you're up for the challenge. Who's up for it? Who wants it? Who wants a beer, huh? Who's ready? Who's ready? <laughs> Who's ready for that course light? Anyways, uh... Remember, iTunes, TuneIn, Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Um, 
Remember? Uh, yeah, that's all. That's today, Wednesday. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna do the podcast. Getting more topics. Jesus, what did I talk about? Here? Ah, there's enough, Brian. Jesus, don't don't put yourself down. Be better than that. Anyways, with all that being said, I wanna. This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Gigi Vons and Sugar Dimes can't quit, what? Now pop the crocus in the Vega and get lit, what? 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 Introducing Phantom of the Dark Walk through my heaven with levitation from Christian Chanty Bezanese Heaven Showboating with Rugas Flash Vines Belafonte Digger Let's get forward this work as we confiscate your figures Chasing over brown Levitating Jeeky and Dashikis A Lahada car 54 Chasing diamond runners Headed ice band The big chiller diamond Convention Harlem Buck Strut Freezing world heights Hollywood Madam Butterfly Let me in your house A pleasure From the knuckle swat Shadow boxes Catching black eye blue I play the thief What? Sensations at the Monte Gobi screaming Fulfilling pleasures in my castles Blow the smoke out The Goss of Vegas substitutes When the Dutch is gone The load don't stop Give me shouts It's the season Sartayas Two flayers for swerving No corners We magnets to moolah Living with Charlie's angels on us No smiling with sliding That gets you caught up in the octa Or dead if we're moving It's just like that as we proceed Saturday night Better take it light You Jaja, you're the Capitan Quest to the coast The key logo, wire the chain gang Keep your ears out for a ears Sip the fountain blue House of bamboo, paradise This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky Let's get rich, what? The Gigi Vons and Sugar Dimes Can't quit, what? Now pop the caucus Lena Vega and get lit, what? This is it, what? This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky Let's get rich, what? The Gigi Vons and Sugar Dimes Can't quit, what? Now pop the caucus Falling sparrows, courtesies of Black Caesar that convinced us silky days, satin nights, taking flight down the going Sweet sensation, Spanish flying with the lady star feet. Bottoms up, sunshine, love pushing the banana. And we headed from the magic city, transcendent, sweeter on your aura. Fontini in London, relaxation in Bora Bora. Got notion to bring it, sing it, never been my functions. We merchandising. Love it, leave it, but bless the war chief for his bison. Get it, got it, the low will forever be nice. Yeah, the sunny Chiba, he be sipping on my red duh. Think he too great, yes, he be sipping on my red duh. We flip the trash, stay draped in the satin vines. This coolie hijack pack from the sugar shack. Then what we do after we sip the armor red duh. We start the Harlem River, quiver, dig it sweet, daddy. Chopping the crimson blade, high Sierra serenade. Anatomy for seduction, be this yeah, ebony as junction. Exit the place. With grace, drizzly armor rather than bursting of clouds, it pours. Everything seems better on flats with love. We move only in the mess, it's slow, it's life, and we can't get enough yeah. of this. This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Gigi Vons and Sugar Dimes can't quit, what? Now pop the caucus, Nina Vega, and get lit, what? This is it, what? This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Gigi Vons and Sugar Dimes can't quit, what? Now pop the caucus. Don't give me your swing, I got mines and that's the thing. Blase, 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 who named Belvedere? Don't give me your swing, I got mine and that's the thing. Blase, 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 who named Belvedere? Yes, I don't hate players, I'm from the crown rhyme sayers. Whatever care sayers get down with them delayers. I play my card shark style, kings and aces. Welcome to New York, the Ellis, the four places.